The Lord be with you. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Matthew. As Jesus passed by, he saw a man named Matthew sitting at the customs post. He said to him, follow me. And he got up and followed him. While he was at table in his house, many tax collectors and sinners came and sat with Jesus and his disciples. The Pharisees saw this and said to his disciples, Why does your teacher eat with tax collectors and sinners? He heard this and said, Those who are well do not need a physician, but the sick do. Go and learn the meaning of the words, I desire mercy, not sacrifice. I did not come to call the righteous, but sinners. The Gospel of the Lord. So yesterday we heard a little from Amos, and today we also hear from the prophet Amos. And uh, Amos was an interesting prophet because he was one that you call those reluctant prophets. You know reluctance, right? That's where God asks you to do something, and you're like, Are you, you're picking the wrong guy. It's like, this makes no sense. And uh, Amos was one of those. He, he was what they called, they dressed sycamores, and those were uh, figs, and they had a certain way that they did that so that they would harvest them. And he was also a shepherd. And this is the way that he made his living. And he probably was very comfortable with that. Uh, if you have ever known people that work the land, uh, they get very comfortable with that. And they don't necessarily want to do anything else. Uh, a very good friend of mine, he's an emergency room doctor. Uh, but he grew up working in a ranch. And he, when he moved into Coos Bay, the first thing he did is he bought another ranch and got all these animals. And he told me, he says, well, I'm a doctor so that I can pay the bills, but I ranch because that's what I do. You know, and then I imagine that Amos probably was something similar to that. Uh, but God said, no, Amos, you're a prophet, and I'm calling you to do something different. And so then Amos reluctantly said, okay, fine, I'll do it. And, and he goes out and preaches in the, in the north. So Amos was from the south of Israel, the north was uh, more economically vibrant, and it also was more challenging spiritually. They had more problems than the South. And as he went up there, of course, uh, the people in the North didn't like his message, and they basically told him, just go back home. We don't even want you here. And, and after that all happened, Amos just did what I think many of us would do. I don't even want to be here. It's like God told me to do this. And so uh, I don't know if you've ever been in that situation where you do what you have to do because God tells you to do it, and then when you do it, you get all the, the blowback, and you're thinking, well, it wasn't even my idea. You know, why are you mad at me? So this is kind of the way that it goes, though, for, for people who are called by God. It's just a, it's a common pattern. And I imagine Matthew probably had something similar. You're calling me? I'm a tax collector. No one's ever going to take me seriously, and uh, no one's ever going to accept me. I always wondered how the other apostles interacted, especially with someone like Simon the Zealot, you know, because uh, he was one who probably didn't like tax collectors so much either. But nevertheless, God does what God does. Now, why does that matter for us? Because we can make all kinds of excuses about why we couldn't possibly do what Jesus is asking us to do. And there's always going to be something new. Uh, you know what it's like? You're, it's, it's like this gut feeling that you have 
I need to say something. I need to do something. This person really needs some words of comfort. Um, I need to put myself out there. Uh, I, I don't want to, but I, I think I have to, and so you do it. And it doesn't always go like you think it should, and maybe you have to suffer a little bit in the process. But in the end, it is kind of nice in hindsight because you can see that God really does what he needs to do. And I'm sure also this is something that St. Junipero Sarah thought. They said, we want you to go up into these lands that nobody lives and go to the, you know, go to the Native Americans up in the area called California or New, Me New Mexico up in there. And as he did, he set up these missions and they were all a day's journey apart. And afterwards, there were these uh, many conversions and baptisms. I actually was able to see the first place that a baptism in the United States took place. It's on Camp Pendleton. And uh, my grandparents lived in Oceanside, and my uncle and aunt lived in Oceanside. I grew up to a certain degree in, in Anaheim in that area, so, so I've seen all these different missions, and the bed where St. Junipero Sarah slept in. Anyway, our beds are very nice in comparison. You know, but he did what the Lord asked him to do. So in all of this, so I think there is a common, a common theme, and that is, uh, first of all, yes, we're sinners. Yes, we're not qualified. We've got every reason in the world and every excuse in the world not to step out in faith, but God calls us, like he did Matthew and Amos and Junipero Serra, uh, to do what he asks, and if we do, we can see his work in the world. 